Hi there. Thank you for visiting the JR Show podcast. We've got a special one for you today. Now, on our playlist on the radio side, she is one of the only Spanish-speaking. I believe she's definitely the only Puerto Rican, and uh, that always gives me lots of fodder, a lot of places to go. Uh, So without further ado, let's get to it here. Uh, My guest for this episode is Blanca. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, will you please put your little paws together unless you're driving for, uh, for Blanca. How are you? Hello. We've got something new since last time you were in where this is just for socials and stuff where we want to do the interview in a in a nice setting besides a recording studio, a radio studio. So mm-hmm. I've got a list of places I'm going to let you choose from. And because of the green screen behind us, we're going to do the interview in a place of your choosing. So would you like to go Great Wall of China, Beach or the Moon? I would like to go to all three, okay. if we're being honest. <laughs> yes. I am like, do you know the Enneagram? Yes. And I, and I know it, <laughs> and I'm told what I am. Okay. I'm a four. I'm a four, and I don't know what it means. So. He's a four? Oh. Four wing ten. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no possible way. Oh, okay. I'm a six wing seven. So seven, my seven comes out with something like this. I'm like, where can I go? We're going on an adventure. <laughs> um, but... I'm, my family's from Puerto Rico. I live in Florida. So yeah. I can't, the beach is my place. That's like my happy place. All right, let's so I'm going to choose the beach. There you go. Does this look familiar to you? Look at this. Yeah, breathe that in. Ooh, <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> so when you, as you look behind you here, are we in Puerto Rico or are we in my uh, South Beach? Mm. What kind of vibe are we giving off here? I think, let's make this like a... Cause it's you know there's not a lot of people out here, so yeah. we're kind of like in a deserted place in Puerto Rico. Okay, perfect. Take you to my isla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we've got a setting, I know you know we, we're going to talk new music, but the song that we started playing at uh, just before the summer hit was even at my worst, and I because I haven't had you in, I just wanted to lead off and just kind of talk about that yes. uh, that song right out of the gate, if you wouldn't mind. Oh man, where do I begin, Jr.? <laughs> um, I feel like this year. This past year and a half has had its, it's like been a roller coaster for a lot of us. And um, with COVID stuff, and then for me, just this personal season that I find my found myself in, um, we're going to dive in. Are we yeah, diving in? Yeah, we're good. Okay. We didn't get dressed up for nothing. <laughs> we didn't come to the beach for no reason. Yeah. Um, well, you walked with me through the whole season of like shattered and losing I lost my parents uh to cancer which was very devastating and then um I walked into a season of I got a divorce which feels crazy to even say because I I don't say it out loud yeah uh, often um just as believers as Christians you there's there's like certain taboos that you kind of topics that feel uncomfortable but um that was kind of the place that I found myself in and uh so I began to do what I know to do, and that's express myself through song and music so that I can find, connect with the, with God and, and find some healing through that process. And even at my worst was literally the words that 
yeah. came out for me during that time. Yeah, and not everybody knew about those of us, I guess, in the industry knew about it. Uh, and so the first time I heard, even at my worst came, or meant more to me because I was on the inside and knew what you were walking through. So it like brings the song more to life. Mm. To somebody who maybe didn't know, you know, it's just, oh, that's a great song. Yeah. But when you see somebody's going through something very, very difficult, it's like, oh, that song's popping to me now. Yeah, because yeah. the amount of people walking through what you're talking about is just in the thousands hearing us right now, you know? It's so crazy. Yet you feel like you're the only one yeah. <laughs> walking through that but when you're going you, through it. But you and I have different jobs than most people. We have to walk through the hard stuff and then step up to a microphone and say something you do not feel qualified to say, but you do it anyway because yeah, you know yeah. God will take those those moments, you know? Yeah, it's you nailed it on the head I feel like that's the challenge is feeling like um I at times I feel like I have to be so presentable and like songs like real love which I've done in the past is trying to strip back some of that and say like I don't want to make it about appearances and this Christian lifestyle that is perfect but it's like let's get to the root of things that that we're going through but then every time something new comes up you're like this is scary I don't know how to approach this and but I think it's necessary yeah so um Blanca I had Evan Kraft on earlier this year now he is a he's a gringo raised by gringos (laughs) learned Spanish by watching Spanish kid film you know not you know not Dora but Spanish kid films um yet he has more Instagram followers than any artist that we play because of the, the Spanish reach um where would you send people that you know Evan dove right in not because he wanted to be a a singer he dove in because he wanted to be a missionary so he just went there and learned it um I've tried we go to the Dominican every year as a family and so it's so frustrating for my kids to just sit and try to talk to these these kids about whatever and they're like it's so hard to translate or come over so I've tried to get out ahead of it for our trips, but it's just slow going. Yeah. How? Yeah. What would you suggest to people that are in that boat that want to realistically take a shot at at learning? At learning Spanish? Yeah. Call Evan Kraft. <laughs> 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 that boy speaks better Spanish than me. Really? Is no, it? He's, um, to you, he you would say he's pretty... Him He's, or Danny Goki, who is... They both blow my okay. mind. They they really do. Like, I'm so impressed by them. And um, yeah. like you would think... There's times with Evan where you can tell he kind of has an accent. Where Danny, I think, living with... Lisa. Lisa, she, she helps yeah, him keep cheating. it very... Yeah, yeah. He, he has a <laughs> leg up. But I would just say... Um, Man, that's a that's a tough one. My son doesn't speak Spanish, and I'm really trying to even yeah. figure it out as a Spanish speaker for myself. Like, this is what I was raised on. This is my culture and what I know. But how do I now, uh, with my son, find ways to yeah. start teaching him some of this language so that he can feel like he it's in his blood yeah. and, and he can learn? Do you take him back to Puerto Rico? I, I took him once, okay. which um, was amazing. I did like a... A documentary that's out on YouTube and we kind of just went to find our roots and yeah. had him there with me and got to visit my dad's old church and all these cool things um mm. but now I'm like he he kind of remembers but right. he's like oh. and now I want to go back and I've, I've been starting by just like teaching him little words here and there yeah to yeah to help him out I want to jump off 
did you have a window of time recently where you tried jumping into my profession? Did you were you on the air in Puerto Rico, like doing a show? No. Okay, I thought I did somebody, an interview. Okay, because it looked like you were like you were at a station in Puerto Rico, but I never saw the other person. It was like she's trying to be a jock. This is great. <laughs> So no way. I actually thought you left music and went to Puerto Rico because you got a gig at a, at a Spanish. This is yeah. See what Instagram does to people. <laughs> they create narratives and stories Not out of assumptions. There's anything wrong with you. You felt threatened, JR. <laughs> I did. She's, she's starting in Puerto Rico and it's like a game of risk. She's going to gradually work her way up to Florida and then I'm going to be working at Chili's. So no. you, you know, but no. that no, would be cool. I'm you could a, do a great job at that. You got well, the personality. Maybe we can do it together. Yeah. A team <laughs> show. Half English, half Spanish. <laughs> what would it be called? <laughs> Jayanka. Jayanka. <laughs> Spanglish. Or something. <laughs> El Cristo. Something with, you know, a faith angle. The first ever Christian Spanish English Dios radio te show. Dios bendiga. Yes. That's I understood that. <laughs> I don't need Evan Craft after all. <laughs> okay, that'd be, that'd be great. We're going crazy. Real quick, will you just um, pick a song off, off the new album that you would like us to play right here? Oh, yeah. So I did a Spanish EP called Renovada. And I think one of my favorite songs off that EP is a song called Zone. Because I got to do it with, with Gavi, yes. which he's also, he's from República Dominicana. He's a fellow Hispanic in this industry. So it was cool to just like dive into our roots. And, oh, yeah. And this song is just complete fun. Um, so, yeah. Okay. This called is Zone. Zone. All right, let's go into uh, some some fun, silly stuff here. You, I do a radio show all over the southeast, and and you know interview artists for the past fifteen years. And you are a recording artist. Who is the most famous person in your phone right now, phone number wise, top of mind? Who who would you say? Oh is, my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> I'm trying to They're think. I don't it. want to use a faith artist. I want to. I didn't say give it out. You don't have to give it out. But I'm just saying, if you can think, somebody you run into that's like famous that's in your phone, uh, that maybe you forget. Oh, I've got their number. I'm trying to think. Who's yours? Um, I don't want to use our industry. I want to think if there was somebody else. Like I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers in my phone. Okay. Like. When Derek Brooks would call my hotline, Hall of Famer, they call from their, anytime they call from their phone, I'll save it just so I can have it <laughs> and uh, never to call it, but just like, just to show somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Um, <laughs> I, I forget, it was an 80s hit, you oh, know, she was a late 80s pop star. <laughs> um, huge songs, one of the number one songs of my childhood. And um, Plum, who we know, yeah, she's was workout buddies with '80s pop star Tiffany, so she hooked it up. So Tiffany called, and when she called, I'm like six one five. I just wanted Tiffany's number in my phone. So you'll never use. It's not even like you'll ever even call. It's just right. to have it on there. Well, like I did text just... her one time when oh, I was in no. Nashville because she owned a. She owned a boutique in Nashville, and we bonded in the interview. Like, we got along so great. Once I got past the the creepy, hey, you were my first crush on my poster on this my wall. <laughs> but I texted her, hey, my family and I are in Nashville. I'd love to come just meet you in person. Did she respond? Yes, she, we became friends. Oh. And, like, text 
friends. She's so chipper and lively. And then I was at my own birthday party and I went, I left my phone on the table and my buddy, while I was in the bathroom, grabbed my phone. He knew I had Tiffany's phone number and he picked it up and he texted her singing her hit song, but doing it like in a mocking way. I think we're alone. And then when I came back out of the bathroom, he's like, hey, bro, you're going to think this is funny. And I was so mad, I deleted her number instantly because this, that broke trust that she gave. You know, I got her phone number and the trust was gone. So oh I can never, gosh. the relationship, the friendship was just done once did he did that. He's like, I know you're going to be mad, but it's kind of funny, right? And I'm like, no, you just ruined. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this hurts. This hurts me. I just literally cringed. I was upset, but I'm like, you know, sometimes it's, you just can't, you think you're friends with famous people, but they're on a different, you know, they're on a different yeah. level. You're not as close as you think you are with them. And so I was I okay. Always, I'm like the worst with that stuff. I, even if I'm in the industry, even if it's someone in the industry, like I'm like, I just don't feel right. Like yeah. I want to leave them alone. I'm not trying to yeah. reach out, but yeah, that happens to me with like baseball players and stuff like in in the pros i watch you on tv we've bonded because of whatever faith or interviews and it, you try to be friends with them but i'm still a peasant at the end of the day <laughs> and they are dukes and kings and lords and i'm just um yeah you're not a peasant yeah <laughs> let's go with them i never answered your question oh yes yes <laughs> I'll, I'll edit no, right we there can pass. We can pass. Who, who would you say it is I know who it is, but it's a it's a new it's new friendship, so I don't want it to air. And then her, I break the trust. Oh right, can you show me it, and I won't say it. Oh, she took my phone. Okay, I'll whisper it in your ear. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a big one. Yes. If you say it, no, I, I will won't kick you. <laughs> um, Blanca, let's go perks of your parents' job growing up. Okay. I could just I lived with my mom. So I think this is really cool. My mom was, um, she worked at an ambulance factory. So Where they make them? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they I've make never, ambulances. It's like baby doves. You've never seen, you never see baby ambulance. Like you never see them being built. <laughs> exactly. They're That's just out there. Right? So my mom was a buyer. She would buy all the parts and I would get to go to the warehouse and see them building ambulances from wow. the bottom up. Like they would just be the shell. I just thought they were just born. They're you just there. thought they were just the yeah. Voila. Where do you never nobody ever thinks about where the ambulances come from? They don't. That's why it's so cool. Every time I tell somebody, <laughs> yeah, my mom used to build ambulances. Yeah. They're like, wait, what? They're not yeah. just made. Now you're telling. Now you're gonna tell me somebody makes fire trucks, and they don't just come like that. You know, that's mm -hmm. mind blowing to me. Yeah, I don't know about fire trucks. They yeah. might be born. <laughs> All right, nobody's ever going to have an answer. You, you're you going to be the only one to answer this question like that. Part, that's an interesting perk. I got to run around grocery stores after closing time as a little kid. Nobody in the place, aisle to aisle, sprinting. That sounds like uh, a blast. <laughs> it was great. Did you ever grab anything and um, just, like, running? I'm thirsty. Oh, yeah, I guess. You who? Ooh, how nope. did I not do that? I wasn't the greatest kid. Yeah, I guess I could have. Candy aisle. Nobody's what. The other thing that um, that they had was, you know how Costco does when they break down their boxes? Yeah. Um, they're done with them and you can use them. Well, this grocery store, when they were done taking, say, a all the boxes of macaroni, put them on the shelf, then you got this empty box. They take all those boxes and throw them over a wall into a 
like a square room that was just empty boxes. So as little kids, me and my sister would basically go in that room and just swim. So you, on empty boxes. Almost like a ball pit <laughs> that your son would be in. Yes. But picture all boxes. And as a little kid, that was like Disney World to me, to swim in empty boxes. That's Nobody else got to do that. You know, that was a perk of a dad working at a grocery store. I feel like that sounds yeah. super fun. Like we should create a uh, indoor park that's yeah. like a mock grocery store that you oh, can yeah. do whatever you want in it and have that room full of boxes you know what we could have done instead of a beach setting here if i'd known we were going to talk about this we could have created a background of being in a a warehouse <laughs> of boxes that would have been great let's go with the movie of your childhood that like freaked you out blanca traumatized you but it wasn't meant to be a scary movie okay i would say off the top of my head I would say it would be The Goonies. I don't even know what that movie's about because I know as a kid I was probably traumatized <laughs> you, by... You probably got to Sloth, the guy I, that's it, chained up. And that was it. Yeah. It's like, hey, you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm done. <laughs> you, you're you in my dreams. Yeah. Nightmares. And then also The NeverEnding Story. I yes. don't know. The dog. It's like his skin or yeah. something was just so... There's a unicorn that dr- starts drowning in quicksand and the kid is crying. Atreo. The whole movie, I I rewatched it about five years ago. Hadn't seen it since I was a little kid, and it is freaky. It's freaky. <laughs> the whole I'm thing. so glad that I'm not the only one that feels this sentiment because those movies they're, they're scary to me. Some would say like Pee Wee's Pl- Big Adventure had some freaky parts. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory had yeah. just. Yeah. You're not gonna put those as PG-13s because they were kid films. But there but were just moments that you're like, this feels off. Yeah. Something about this is. Yeah. I threw this out to the audience about six months ago and people called the whole show. I've never done a, a phone conversation like this with the audience where it wouldn't stop. Like they wouldn't stop calling, texting voicemails because everybody's got that one scene that, you know, they're 45 years old and they still remember from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like it scared them. <laughs> but there was no PG-13 back then. So some of these. Should have been PG thirteen, but, but they're they PG. How about overall? Like, have you seen like cartoon, like Looney Tunes, or things from like, yeah, back in the day, or the original Mickey Mouse cartoons yes. that you're kind of like, <laughs> this is kind of scary. Like, and, I feel like their facial expressions yeah. and the and they all have a guy smoking a huge cigar yes. in a kid <laughs> film, and then the ash falls to the ground and just burns the ground, like. <laughs> Either then, we've gotten soft or, or they were they messed were, up. Yeah, <laughs> something was wrong with people back in the day. We're very excited about new music from Blanca um, and looking forward to more and more songs uh, coming off the album. It is always great to see you. Always great to see you as well. All right, that's well-rounded right there. Uh, talking about real-life stuff that she's gone through, which led to the song Even At My Worst, and then getting to... To, to play around a bit and have some fun talking movies uh, and, and talking childhood. Thank you for listening to this episode with Blanca. And I do want to let you know that you can subscribe to the JR Show podcast. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. We always love getting that nice, nice review if you feel like it. And uh, don't forget to hit subscribe so that our next episode will automatically show up in your feed. That's when you hit subscribe. Next week, I'm going to introduce you to a guest I've never had before. He's Canadian. We'll talk about that. And he's got a hot song called Fires. (laughs) Hot song called Fires. 
Um, Jordan St. Cyr will be my guest next week right here on the JR Show podcast. Peace.